This is the EPLOG audio experience. And welcome to Hit the Road. This is India's number one podcast for all you cycling and triathlon enthusiasts. My name is Rohan Dakar, and welcome back to this podcast. It's already been 25 episodes, one year, and we have already covered so many great topics, and there is so much yet left to be shared. You cyclists have been a great supporter for this podcast, and it is my pride to share with you that we have partnered with Signor to give away a hamper. to three lucky cyclists who can participate in the contest the more details are in the description so make sure you check it out and participate in that contest now talking about today's episode we are here to give the best cycling knowledge to you and make you a better faster and stronger cyclist from the title you might have got to know what we are talking about but yes you might have all have experienced if you are riding in a metro kahi bhi kuch bhi ho sakta hai and your riding satisfaction which is the most important thing gets compromised and i'm sure you wouldn't want to do that and which is why a novel technology called indo training has come and we are going to talk about it how can you do that how can you make your cycling rides more efficient your training more efficient that will reduce your training time but increase its quality and for that i have with me ca coach ironman mountaineer uh, dc finisher ram qualified cyclist aur kuch bacha marathoner of course since you are an ironman <laughs> welcome abhishek welcome ca abhishek thank you rohan for the warm welcome it's been a year since i have been uh, listening to this podcast thank you and the very first podcast which i heard and i said wow this guy is doing some interesting stuff and i would definitely want to be a part of it and yes the day has arrived where i have been invited for the podcast and i hope it's a fun one hey drum rolls please uh, now talking about today's episode uh, indoor riding yes so when you are outdoors like you said uh, when we were riding today morning by the way uh, we were talking about how indoor riding uh, what is the difference between indoor riding and outdoor riding so the number one point that came to my mind is the riding satisfaction which is not at all there these days when you are riding outdoor yes that's absolutely khadda hai traffic hai pollution hai रोलिंग है रोलिंग है हेडविंड्स है क्रॉसविंड्स है एंड एवरी थिंग दैट इज देयर विच कैन ऑब्स्ट्रक्ट योर राइडिंग एक्सपीरियंस एंड फॉर दैट विद द लिमिटेड अमाउंट ऑफ टाइम बिकॉज इफ यू आर लिविंग इन अ मेट्रो इट्स ऑलवेज डिफिकल्ट टू गिव योर लॉन्ग आर्स इन द राइड एंड यू वॉन्ट टू मेक दैट एफिशियंसी स्ट्रॉगर सो वॉट हैज बीन योर एक्सपीरियंस हाउ डिड यू गेट इन टू ऑल दिस लंबा सा लिस्ट जो मैंने अभी बोला ओके सो आई टेल यू इट ऑल स्टार्टेड वे बैक इन टू थाउजेंड सिक्सटीन वेन आई वॉज वर्किंग विथ वन ऑफ द बिगर कंसल्टिंग फॉर्म्स दैट इज वेयर आई गॉट इन टू ट्राथलॉन एंड आई गॉट इन डायरेक्टली इन टू ट्राथलॉन आई मीन आई वॉज अ रनर आई वॉज अ स्विमर आई वॉज अ साइक्लिस्ट इट वॉज जस्ट दैट वन फाइन डे आई सॉ दिस आर्टिकल ऑन मिलन सोमन फिनिशिंग द आयन मैन बैक इन टू थाउजेंड एंड फिफ्टीन एंड एट दैट टाइम आई वॉज इंट इन टू एनी ऑफ दी स्पोर्ट्स बट आई सॉ द आर्टिकल एंड आई फेल्ट रियली गुड एंड आई सेट यू नो वाई नॉट लेट्स डू दिस सो आई गॉट इन टू ट्राथ लॉन्स डिरेक्टली आई डिड द आयन मैन स्वीडन बैक इन टू थाउजेंड सेवेंटीन 
and uh, post uh, post iron man is when i realized that i have not actually focused on one single sport so why not i take up one sport a year and focus solely on that and that's why the, the very next year in 2018 i decided to take up cycling and i registered myself for the deccan cliffhanger and now when i was training for deccan cliffhanger i realized that my love for cycling is actually much more than uh, the love for running and swimming combined and that's why i decided to focus only on cycling from that year onwards so long story short dc is what really kindled the interest the, the cycling interest inside me so the tekken cliffhanger takes place in november it's a race which starts in uh, pune and it ends in goa and they have they have a lot a lot of climbing going on you know so there is a lot of climbs and that race takes place in november just after the monsoon so when i registered for the race i had around 3 uh, 1/2 4 months to train and i was in a fix because uh, number 1 uh, the 3 months leading up to the race that is july august september is the monsoon in mumbai and it rains very heavily it rains almost daily the roads are bad and you can't really you know go and uh, ride outdoors that was my problem number 1 or rather i would say that was the bottleneck number 1 the second bottleneck was uh, that uh, june july august september is in the ca fraternity we call it as the tax season it's basically when you have to file your income tax returns and that is the busiest period of my life and we file around close to 500 returns at that time so i am in the office still a long long time and that makes uh, that gives me very little time to train and the third bottleneck is since i live in mumbai I don't really have good climbs around. The nearest climb, nearest good climb which I have is all the way up in Kopoli is the Borghat which is around roughly 80 70 75 kilometers away from here. So imagine now you have to train for a race which is in 4 months which has around 7000 meters of climbing. and it's it rains every day and you don't have time and you don't have roads either <laughs> yeah we don't have roads okay <laughs> everything else is given but if you don't have roads you can't you can't really ride so now ye mere this ye mere problems the you know the only way to beat all these three circumstances see you're a product of your circumstances or rather you're a, you're a product of how you handle these circumstances am i right rohan kya bola hai kya bola hai <laughs> <laughs> this is non scripted na, by the way it just so yes so i had the only way around all these three circumstances was to start training indoors and for this i said okay i'm not going to spare uh, i'm not going to save try and save money on this front and i went ahead and i bought a direct drive uh, smart trainer now what is a direct drive smart trainer i'm coming to it so yes so when i started training indoors that is where i st- started seeing the results and uh, that's why i recommend people like if you're short on time you should do indoor training a lot i i did a small analysis of my training uh, log and in the 3 months up to the race i did 52 rides so around roughly 15 rides a month and out of these 52 rides i did 45 rides indoors and just 7 rides outdoors and out of the 7 rides only 3 of them were planned four of them i had to go because the indoor trainer was some you know there's some issue with the trainer so long story short 90% of my rides were indoors 90% of the time i spent was indoors 
and on the race day i could really see how strong i was and i could qualify for the ram in my very first attempt which is quite a rare feat and uh, all all kudos uh, and all credit goes to indoor training and of course my coach chai and i trained with chai for 3 months uh, just 3 months with 3 months of specific training indoors gives you this massive massive result and what kind of training was that what kind of rides did you do how long was it first of all yeah. since uh, dc is a 643 km race what kind of rides were you doing in those intro sessions how okay. how, how intense was it how long was it huh. so uh, i was doing i'll tell you from the smaller rides that one hour uh, rides to even those 6 hour rides outdoors so i used to do three rides in the weekdays which were around uh, you know two from 2 hours to 3 hours on the weekdays all indoors definitely and on the weekends is where i used to do this big 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 monster ride 5 hours 6 hours on the indoor trainer and that really helped me you know get that mental strength and physical conditioning because Six hours on on the indoor trainer is almost ten hours outdoors, and why it is such that is something which we will talk in great great detail in this podcast. And I hope uh, there are these cycling outdoor enthusiasts who swear to never uh, train indoors. I hope this podcast will change their outlook towards it, and. definitely would love to see more and more people doing specific volume and specific training in related to their distances indoors rather than just riding mindlessly outdoors cool timing is one of the reason why i have also got the indoor trainer the number of rides which i can do outdoor is barely any you can see my strava there would be one or two rides a month and that's when i decided boss ye lena hi hai it's an investment which i think exactly it's an investment people think of it as an expense no it's an investment it gives you that uh, dividend you know day in day out the more you spend time the more benefits the more stronger you get so talking about today's episode about uh, indoor training 101 how are we going to do the indoor training what kind of indoor trainers are so before we get into the types of trainers and what are they used for i want you to talk about why indoor training and what can you take out of that training yes when i talk about advantages of indoor training let me talk about the disadvantages of outdoor training and how see because it was the the specific drawbacks in outdoor training is why indoor training came into the picture it wasn't the other way around mm. so earlier people used to ride their bikes out and then suddenly they started riding indoors so it wasn't a sudden thing it was a gradual change in people's outlook so i would say number one thing is let's say now we'll talk about a very india specific issue if you're riding only outdoors the training window that you have is very small the only time that you can ride is in the morning before 8 there is no way that you can do the same training ride in the evening the other drawback is the roads are not safe and the third thing is the quality of training it is much more difficult to actually put a law you know go ride hard outdoors mm. because it's not safe how many how many times have you observed that you're not able to ride that hard imagine doing a 20 minute all out effort outdoors 
it is impossible there will always be traffic there will be rumblers, rumblers. there'll be a lot of, yeah rumblers especially rumblers because eastern expressway is uh, is the training ground for mumbai cyclists and now it is filled with lum- rumblers and metro work as well and metro work yes yes uh, that reminds me uh, the episode number 23 where i spoke about the reality of indian cycling the pro exactly. cycling yes. you listeners must visit that episode and i had specified why do i need an indoor trainer and that's when i decided le na ye boss ha matlab yes so now here comes indoor training indoor training is something that you can do any any time of the day and let's say if you have just 2 hours a day you can do 2 hours a day of pure workout let's say you have 2 hours a day and you want to do an outdoor ride so the preparation for an outdoor ride actually getting out of the road getting to a point where you can actually start riding you know from your from the place where you stay to the highway or to the to the road on which you actually do training so that is the, that 10 15 minutes is is also i i would say it's 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 time wasted with indoor training what happens is let's say you miss the morning workout you can always come back from work do that workout number one if you have just two hours in the morning all you have to do is get up freshen up sit on the trainer and pedal away for two hours so there is that considerable time saving that you do the second thing i would say the quality of workout is very high indoors so let's let's address this issue first okay now when i talk about workout there are two basic parameters of a workout one is volume it's basically how long did you do the workout and the second thing is intensity basically as to how hard the workout was now if you can't answer these two questions you can't really quantify your workout now let's talk about volume volume answers the simple question how long was the workout mm. so now you take your bike outside you ride for 2 hours and you come back home and i ask you how long was the workout and you tell me 2 hours so that 2 hours is the volume of the workout and it's very important that you know what is the volume now let's say instead of 2 hours he said uh, yeah i rode uh, 50 kilometers so 50 kilometers is the volume hmm. okay now that's the simple part volume is is a much simpler metric and we come to the other metric which is which we call as intensity yeah so intensity is basically it answers the question as to how hard the workout was right hmm. and this is where it gets tricky because intensity is a very subjective thing for example i start running outdoors and i run for 30 minutes if someone asks me what is the volume of your workout very easy it's just 30 minutes yeah. but what if someone asks me how hard the workout was now this is where i have to actually quantify this mm. okay so i can either feel you know there are a pl- plenty of ways that yeah, we course. can do it of course my intensity your intensity though the time will be same the distance will be same exactly but the efforts that is required to reach that distance in that particular time varies yes so how do you put a number on that how do you put a percentage on that yeah right so now let's say uh, you you don't have a garmin you don't have a watch you don't have uh, any expensive equipment all you have to do is simply rate your effort level from a scale of 0 to 10 rate the exertion in your own numbers 
and this is a basic measure of intensity called as rpe rate of perceived exertion now i'll give you a very simple example on what exactly rpe is so assuming you are at your home and you are sleeping at that time you are rpe or rate of perceived exertion is 1 and now your mother wakes you up and tells you to get bread from the local market right now your rpe when you get up when you sit now your rpe from 1 it becomes 2 then you start walking towards the shop your rpe from 2 becomes 3 3 or 4 right and then you're just walking away nice slowly and then suddenly you get a call from your mom now she wants that she wants the packet of bread very urgent now you start brisk walking mm. inst so now your rpe goes to 4 from 3 it goes goes to 4 again you get a reminder from your mom and now you you take the packet of bread and now you start jogging now your rpe becomes 4 to 5 now you're jogging the dog in your neighborhood he sees you with a packet of bread and he starts barking and you get scared now you start jogging harder now your rpe becomes somewhere from 5 it becomes somewhere in, in 6 and 7 now the dog sees you jogging he starts running behind you you see the dog running behind you and now you just sprint towards your house now i would say your rpe is somewhere between 8 to 10 now 10 is i would say 10 is the rpe which which you feel when you actually run for your life <laughs> and that is a effort level that you can't sustain for more than let's say 10 seconds and one is the rpe which you are experience when you are just sitting and relaxing so that is one way of measuring rpe of course there are a lot of drawbacks the other way to measure intensity is speed mm. now what happens is outdoors speed speed or pace pace is a very good indicator when it comes to running you know because it it's not affected by if you're running on a flat ground the only thing which affects your pace is going to be your fitness mm. so the faster you can run on a flat ground the more fitter you are now the equation in cycling changes and this is something which not a lot of people actually understand speed in cycling is not the best way to measure performance or measure intensity mm. because speed in cycling even if you're riding on a flat road it gets affected by a lot of things if you have a nice tailwind from 30 the tailwind will push you to 33 if you have a headwind the tail will push you from from 30 to 27 to 25 so one day let's say one day i ride from point a to b and i'd face a nice headwind and my my speed will reduce to 25 even though my rpe remains as high as 8 and the other day then from b to a it's a flat road but now i have a tailwind so my my speed increases to 35 my rpe is is much much less so what i want to say is speed is not the best way that you can measure intensity in cycling mm. in uh, in running please go ahead so that's the problem with speed that's why when i see these strava data and when i see people writing about how fast they rode it's not really an accurate indicator you don't know what were the conditions mm. you don't know uh, what was the gradient you don't know a lot of lot many things right mm. 
besides the upgrades on the bike that also affects the yeah exactly so when we talk about just speed to measure our intensity we are not doing justice to it because speed depends on 10 different factors only one of those factors is your physical fitness now to refine intensity even better the other the cheaper way out is to use a heart rate monitor and it's very important to understand why you should use your heart rate monitor so as you work out your body your muscles require blood your body demands oxygen as you increase the intensity as you start running faster now your muscles need more oxygen they need more blood and the only way they're going to get more blood is when the heart starts pumping harder so as you start increasing your intensity or as you start running faster cycling faster or the workout gets harder your heart rate starts increasing now there is a direct relationship between how hard the workout is and how fast your heart rate you know your heart is beating mm. so that relationship is very useful in understanding how hard the workout was mm-hmm. so that is where heart rate comes into play heart rate actually is a window to your body it tells you what is happening inside your body if your heart rate is is going up very quickly that means you you're not fit enough as and when you get fit you will see that your heart rate comes down faster mm. the reason being that now your heart is more efficient mm. and you know per beat it is able to pump more blood mm. so that's why i recommend everybody to use a heart rate monitor and heart rate monitors right now are very cheap but now as good as heart rate is it has its own set of uh, problems the biggest problem which heart rate has is that it's affected by a lot of factors and not just training intensity mm. now your heart rate would be high mainly mainly because you're training harder mm. right but it can also be high because you're dehydrated mm. it can also be high because it's hot yeah it can also be high because of the food you ate it can be high because of that cup of coffee which you had before the workout and it could also be high because you didn't sleep well in the night mm. so all these factors you know combined also get your heart rate up and it's very difficult to un- difficult now to segregate okay if i get a heart rate if i'm cycling very hard and my heart rate is at around 175 for me it is impossible to segregate out of the 175 you know 150 is actually because i'm training hard 5 is because i didn't sleep on time 5 is because i had two cups of coffee 5 is because i'm not drinking water and 5 another 5 is because uh, it's hot yeah so these are one of the drawbacks of heart rate the other drawback is your heart rate is very slow to react mm. what i mean to say is you know let's say you're running now you're running at a steady pace of 6 minutes an hour right and your heart rate is somewhere around 150 beats per minute mm. now from 6 minutes you start running at 3 and 1/2 minute pace it's the it's uh, double the pace mm. the moment you start running your pace from 6 to 330 your pace changes in 2 seconds mm. but now your heart rate takes a good amount of time it will take 1 minute to go from 150 mm. to 175 mm. right so this is one problem with the heart rate that's why if you want to do smaller intervals it doesn't really show you the picture mm. these are the few drawbacks got it of heart rate 
though i would say it is still a very cheap method and everybody should train with a heart rate monitor there's no excuse of not using a heart rate monitor and uh, if you're spending so much time and energy and effort on uh, you know on training you might as well spend that extra time to understand what your body is going exactly. through your body is saying a lot of things to you through heart rate yes right the only way you can actually listen to it is using the heart rate monitor suno apne dil ki kya baat dil ki baat sunni chahiye but yes uh, like you said it tells a lot of things and when you read that heart rate monitor uh, data you can tweak your workout accordingly you exactly. can my question is abhi hum heart ki baat kyu kar rahe when we are talking about indoor training our audience might be thinking kya bakwas kar rahe yes yes exactly why i will get to it just just give me you know five more minutes why heart rate is why you can't talk about indoor training mm. without talking about heart rate mm. right and i'll tell you the correct way of using your heart rate is by doing a field test so basically you should know there is something called as lactate threshold yeah. okay it is that point in your body at that intensity level where your body is generating a lot more lactic acid lactic acid is a by product of the energy production hmm. so aap jab bhagte ho to tumhare body mein lactic acid jama ho raha hai blood mein barabar hmm. ab ye lactic acid kyu jama ho raha hai because it is a by product jab aap jab aapka body energy produce karta hai okay side by side lactic bhi produce ho raha hai बराबर सो लैक्टिक एसिड एक साइड से लैक्टिक एसिड प्रोड्यूस हो रहा है दूसरे साइड पे अपना जो बॉडी है वो लैक्टिक एसिड को फ्लश आउट भी कर रहा है तो जैसा आपका इंटेंसिटी बढ़ता है लैक्टिक एसिड और फॉर्मेशन बढ़ जाता है एंड योर बॉडी इज ऑल्सो फ्लशिंग दैट आउट बट देर कम्स अ पॉइंट वेयर यू नो लैक्टिक एसिड इज गेटिंग जनरेटेड एट अ मच फास्टर रेट देन इट इज बींग क्लियर सो वेन यू रन यू क्लाइम और यू नो uh when you cycle when you go very hard you feel that uh, you know feel that burning sensation in your legs hmm. to a point that you have to stop pedaling yeah so that burning sensation is because you have reached lactate threshold matlab the body is hawa producing <laughs> yeah hawa tight ho gayi yaar kyu because the body is producing more lactic acid then it can flush out hmm. so now uh, in simple language at what heart rate do your legs start burning that is your lactate threshold heart rate hmm. now the the right way of doing it is you just just google put a lactate threshold heart rate test and you will get a lot of answers so how do i use that heart rate now depending on how long is the race i will stay away from that heart rate now for dc my simple funda was do not uh, touch when i am on the flat roads i will not go above 135 hmm. when i am on the climbs i will not go above 165 170 Now a lot of the viewers would be thinking, "Arey 170 to aisa hi hamlo ka jata hai yar. Hmm. 170 to kuch bhi nahi hai." But DC is a 32 hour race, and I can't be, you know, pushing myself so much. It's very tempting though. It's very tempting. Trust me, it's very tempting to go hard, but it's it's not not worth it. So that is something which once you start using heart rate, you understand what your body is going through. especially when your favorite song plays in <laughs> exactly there is so much adrenaline there is so much excitement you can always try and uh, yeah
Okay, but there is one more important aspect which I believe that 95% of the listeners would have never heard this word in the cycling context. Now this this magic word is called work. What I mean by work is is basically uh, the amount of power that you put into time. So for example, let's say I start pedaling. When I pedal, I'm actually doing work and work is calculated in kilojoules. Mm-hmm. So for the ekdam simplicity ke liye, we let's understand when you do 10 pedal strokes hmm. you do 10 uh, kilojoules of work hmm. right now cycling volume or basically how much how big your ride was can be accurately defined in the work hmm. right if you do 10 pedal strokes you are doing 10 kilojoules of work hmm. right now if you do 10 pedal strokes at a very big gear then let's say you are doing 20 kilojoules your whole cycling volume or your whole cycling is about doing work if you guys follow navin john he has his own hashtag which is called hashtag kaam karo <laughs> it's so hilarious when i had asked you about uh, shall we do an episode on indoor training and i had asked you kya benefit hai indoor training ka you had told um, work is important mai bola ha bhai iske liye to maine indoor training so that i can focus on work <laughs> work <laughs> yes yes so it's very important so uh, the words kaam karo means do work here navin john is not talking about any other work he's just talking about pushing the pedals when you when you push pedals you are actually doing work so what happens is just think about this rohan today we did the ride from chembur he went all the way from andheri to shilfata and back right around 80 kilometers for me it was 80 kilometers and you took around 4 and 1/2 hours maybe around that around 350 yeah around 4 hours hmm. right so now if i ask you boss what was the volume of your workout There are three ways now to answer this. Hmm. Number one, boss, it was a 80 kilometer ride. I said, wow. But the intensity was low. It was low. Huh. Exactly. And uh, apna it was a 80 kilometer, uh, and you took four hours. Now, if I ask you, out of the four hours, how much of your time were you actually pedaling? Right? What do you think? You must be pedaling at around maybe two hours out of the four hours. Two and half hours you are pedaling, right? Because when you ride outdoors, brother, your motivation to pedal or to stop pedaling is very high. For example, you get on a bridge. When you are coming down the bridge, you will stop pedaling. Yeah. When you reach a certain speed, you will stop. Now, when you are actually stop, when you when you stop pedal, even though you are going ahead, your distance is increasing, right? Time you spend on saddle is increasing. But honestly, are you doing work? Are you actually working out when you stop pedaling? The answer is no. So that's why a lot of people you must have read this. Like one hour of indoor training is ninety minutes of outdoor training. Hmm. The simple reason is that if you have to do a work of four hundred kilojoules. it will take you let's say 1 hour indoors mm. the same 400 kilojoules if you have to produce outdoors it will take you 1 1 and 1/2 hours because when you train indoors you are always pedaling yeah so you are doing that 400 kilojoule workout in 1 hour itself mm. that itself is a 50% time saving yeah so that is why it's very uh, very important to understand now for example for now let me make it much more easier the next time you go outdoor i want you to count your pedal rotations mm. 
and you see the number of time let's say you have to do 1000 pedal rotations if it takes you 20 minutes to do those 1000 pedal rotations or maybe 10 minutes outdoors indoors you can do it in 6 minutes because indoors all you have to do is put your head down and pedal yeah there is no speed breakers there is no potholes there is no traffic there is no traffic lights there is no distraction and there is no free rolling yeah so if you summarize why should i train indoors i said it is time efficient I can do a bigger workout in much lesser time. It is very convenient. I save up a lot of time. It is very safe, right? And the other benefit is the third one is that I can do a high intensity ride indoors much much easily. High intensity means full gas. Full gas. What laga thalo? Ha, exactly. Think about this. Can you do 10 minutes of hard core riding non-stop in any of these roads? Probably not. Maybe you can do it one time. and then you after recovery you can do it maybe two time but let's say the third time when you do it it's not it's not really possible to get that nice and easy road mm. so these are my three reasons safety time saving yeah. and third is efficiency you're much more efficient indoors yeah. than outdoors right like you said saving time is the number one thing which exactly. comes to my mind right now uh if you are new to using cleats mm. i would say the indoor trainer is a very good start right because there you can practice cleating uncleating and you can get used to your uh, cycling your uh, clipless pedals right before you actually start to, to you know ride them out doors hmm. that is one reason and the second reason is all you triathletes out there if you are new to aero bar you can uh, practice you get you can get your position right indoors and you can stay on your aero bars for during training doing an aero bar ride outdoors can be uh, can be risky you know mm. and spending time on the aero bar is is very necessary to have a to, you know to have a good bike leg in the triathlon so when you train indoors you can stay on that aero position for you know 60 minutes at a stretch without risking your life so all these uh, small factors is something which makes indoor training absolutely a must do item on your list you know there's one more thing which you might have missed that is bike fitting yes bike fit so for the listeners who might not know that uh, bike fitting is done when you are when your bike is clipped onto an indoor trainer or uh, whatever it, it comes with exactly yeah and you can do that at your home also you can try various variations the amount of variations that you can try at your home for your comfort and your goal like just changing the seat height or the stem length you can do it yourself as well exactly yes and honestly i would say even uh, when you are riding and you would want to take a video of yourself from you know sideways that gives you a lot of feedback of you know what your position is yeah if you are rocking too much on the saddle if your knees are bent a uh, bent a lot so you know indoor indoor training gives you that opportunity mm. and the other way i think is i i watch a lot of movies when i am training indoors yeah so i don't really have that much of a free time mm. so i can always try and combine my tv time or my netflix time with my indoor training it, it is absolutely uh, i have a blast yeah yeah training indoors binge karo ride karo binge karo ride karo so that's why i i, I call it netflix and ride cool man i hope you had fun in this episode and you learned a lot unlearned a lot Stay tuned for the next episode because we are going to talk about the kind of trainers that you can buy with the budget that you have. And also we have addressed some of the questions that have been asked on social media platforms so we will be answering that as well. 
and don't forget about the contest that we have created the details are in the description you can participate in the contest by just answering few questions in the google form and three lucky winners can be chosen from that you can subscribe to the podcast on itunes apple podcast google podcast gana savan and all other podcast apps so that you get notified when we come next don't miss this episode because there's a lot that you will be learning from it i'm rohan thakar signing off goodbye